Hi, I'm Antonio Centeno, and you're listening to the Personal Image System Podcast. Gentlemen, just a quick reminder that all the material here is pulled from the Personal Image System. The Personal Image System is my master level course. I offer it a few times a year. This system is built off of decades of research and development. I also pull in my experience having helped thousands of men dress better as a custom clothier. I also pull in my science background, so we've got this whole science of style section. Gentlemen, the personal image system is action-oriented. It's got an amazing community. It has live training, 100-plus lessons with resource materials, body language, etiquette, manners, bylaws. It has video, audio, guys, scripts out there that you can follow as to how to up your style. I make it simple. Go check it out. You're not going to be disappointed. To learn more about the personal image system, simply type it into Google, it'll pop up, or go over to realmenrealstyle.com and I'll have a banner right there for you where you can just click and learn more about the personal image system. Shoes, shoes, shoes. Gentlemen, today we're going to be talking about shoes and I'm going to be giving you a man's guide so that you can go out there and make smart purchasing decisions because when it comes to how much money you're going to spend, shoes are one of those items that you can easily spend three, four, five hundred dollars on a good pair of men's dress shoes. Notice I didn't say amazing, super high quality. At that point, we're talking a thousand dollars, two thousand dollars. And some of you guys may be wondering, Antonio, where are you coming from with these prices? Because that is crazy. I would never, but I think that's probably because you maybe don't know enough about shoes. And when you start to understand their history and what they've been associated with, and that for many, for hundreds of years, if you had shoes, you were a wealthy man. And it's, you know, so, uh, but I'm going to get into that history here in a second. But I do want you guys, I'm going to give you a quick overview. I'm going to get a little bit of history. We're going to talk about why they're the foundation in the wardrobe. We're going to talk about signs of quality. I'm going to give you a few things you want to be thinking about when you're going out there to buy quality shoes. And then we're going to talk about a few styles that you should be considering to add to your wardrobe. Now, if you want more, go over to realmenrealstyle.com forward slash episode 19. Yeah, we're already almost at 20 episodes right now here in the personal image system. And by the way, guys, I love talking about shoes in my personal image system. We've got an entire section devoted to this. And I've also got, if you want more and you don't, you just want it for free, guess what? I've got a free ebook for you. You can go over to realmenrealstyle.com. I think it's like 60 or 70 pages. And uh, this ebook is, I can tell you, it's going to go into a lot more detail than what I'm able to cover in this episode. So let's go back to history. I was kind of alluding to this. But think about it. Have you ever heard, you know, cobblers, all shoes were made by hand. Shoes were something that not everyone could afford. And they, it took a lot of, especially shoes. Now, people did have things to cover their feet. They oftentimes had cloth. They had sandals. They had things that were wrapped around. But for you to actually have something that was custom made to your foot, pretty much everything was about, you know, 200 years ago. Uh, so, the, and it's kind of like if you watch some of the old movies, um, some of the ones that are maybe a little bit grisly and you have people that are you know, killing each other, what do they take from people? They take their shoes because shoes, even if they didn't fit properly, hey, it was close enough. It'll somewhat fit me. He's got some nice shoes. 
Shoes were a sign of wealth. Why? Because made from leather, made they had to be made in a way, it took a lot of time to craft the shoe, to make it in a way that it would stand up to thousands of times people stepping and beating on it. And yeah, it was something that the rich, they could afford to have multiple pairs of shoes and to be able to have them in colors that in a sense showed that they didn't have to walk everywhere, have them built in a way that they could be uncomfortable, that they could have a heel. Now the heel is interesting because that actually helped you stay in the saddle of a horse. If you're walking everywhere, you didn't need a heels because yeah, you were walking everywhere. But if you had the money and you owned horses, you were a Let's say, um, you know, you go back and look at knights. Actually, if you go to, you look at the, how they stayed in the saddle and you look at the heels, I mean, amazing, you know, where that stuff come from. It was also a sign of nobility and of how much money you had. Let's go to the court of Louis, uh, what was it, the 14th? I, I don't remember what Louis it was. You know, I'm kind of pulling that out there, but I do know one of those, you know, the Sun King and some of these other guys, you look at their heels of their shoes, very fashionable to have a high heel. Some of it was practicality. A lot of it was simply to be able to show off. Nowadays, where do we see this? Go to parts of Mexico. There are actually shoes that are worn by men that actually have a very long toe. Some of it that wraps up. Yes, I'm not making this stuff up. Nowadays, still, ask a woman, what do you notice about a man? What do you look for? She looks for the little details, but oftentimes she looks at his smile, she looks at his face, and then she goes right down and looks at his shoes. Guys, maybe we don't notice as much, but I can tell you that men who are paying attention to the details, they're looking and they're paying attention to the, did the guy shine his shoes? Did he pay attention? So remember guys, we have a long history with shoes. They oftentimes give us clues about that person, their position in society. And I'm not saying that you need to always wear dress shoes. I'm saying, you know, I'm a big believer in function, but I do say, hey, your, your footwear matters, so pay attention to it. Now, let's go into signs of quality. So you're going to go out there, and I did mention three, four, five hundred dollars. That, in my opinion, is what you're going to be paying for quality dress shoes nowadays. You can find some, you know, and there are some good deals out there for 250, 300 bucks. But you really got to look for it. Why does you know? Okay, so Antonio, what about these shoes? They look nice. They're a hundred bucks. I can buy them at Nordstrom's. Or I can buy them at uh, Neiman Marcus. They look like they're a good deal. Well, it really comes down to the way that the shoe is put together and the quality of the materials. So first off, let's talk about the stitching. If they don't have stitching, low quality shoes are oftentimes glued together with the cement. So if you can imagine the, uh, the sole, which the upper is built on, all this and the multiple layers, if they are glued together, that is the least expensive and the most common form. A lot of this stuff just coming that's mass manufactured, they just cement it together and it holds together usually usually for a few years. But after a while, it starts to fall apart. These shoes cannot be rebuilt and basically they're disposable. You throw them out. Now, stitching, and there are multiple types. You're gonna hear about Blake stitching. You're gonna hear about Goodyear welts. All that stuff is kind of a little bit beyond that. But the way it's stitched, whether it's on the inside, whether it's on the outside, how many layers uh, it's got in there, I can tell you that right there is a great sign of quality because that often means it can be resold. Now, the material, it's... Oftentimes the material, not just in the sole, but the material also in the upper, the quality of the upper. And understand there are various types of quality of leather. Leather with 
no imperfections, that comes from a larger piece, let's say a whole cut dress shoe, then in that case, the price is going to be higher. Why? Because to be able to get a perfectly cut piece of leather that is large enough to have no imperfections. A lot of the leather gets imperfections because the animal, let's say, leans up against a barbed wire fence, ends up kind of, you know, cutting itself. And that imperfection, well, they don't want it in the shoe because it will show. So they'll go off and they'll cut it in the smaller parts, use it in shoes or or lower quality shoes that maybe they don't mind the imperfections or they can uh, sand those out. But High quality shoes oftentimes will have a very rare, nice, solid cut upper with no imperfections. Oftentimes, or what you're also going to see in higher end menswear shoe companies, so in companies, uh, Paul Evans, uh, Allen Edmonds, you know, Churches, Cheney, uh, these are all good three, four hundred, five dollar companies where you can get something at that price. Where else? Uh, gosh, uh, losing. I, I know there's a couple other great manufacturers out there that I'm missing. But one thing that ties them all together is their after-sale service. So these are the kind of companies that will, if you've got a defect, they'll follow up. They will actually resole. Allen Edmonds, they were made right here in Wisconsin. What I like is you can ship them back to the factory. They actually use a hot cork on the inside. They will rebuild the entire shoe. So if you've had a pair of shoes and you've worn them into the ground after about eight years, but the upper is still beautiful, send it in. You maybe spent $350, $400 on those shoes and you'll spend $125. They will rebuild the shoe for you. Come back. It will be, it it will look brand new. And that's pretty amazing when you think about that type of service. Uh, price oftentimes is also with the association. So you got to be careful. Just because something has a name brand on it does not mean that the quality is. Sometimes you could be just being sold a brand. Uh, also, there's going to be a wide range in sizes. Higher end brands are not only going to have size eight, size eight and a half, size nine, size nine and a half, but they will go up to much larger sizes. So if you're wearing a size 12, size 13, size 14, higher end brands oftentimes uh, will actually, they, they will make those to order. And it's also about the width. So you can have, if you've got really narrow feet, really wide feet, then you will find these higher end brands oftentimes will create wide, a wide range. Uh, oftentimes, you may have to order it directly from the factory. You're not going to find a lot of stores that are going to have this. Now, what's interesting is this doesn't just apply to dress shoes. It also applies to boots. So Red Wing actually made uh, right in Red Wing, Minnesota. They've got a store right here near uh, where I live. And uh, let me think. There's, there are just so many. JL Roca out of Mexico. A lot of these companies, they're doing amazing things. My advice where if you're looking for a great deal, find a great vendor online get on their email list, watch for the deals. I know I work with a number of these guys that uh, I've got some special codes. So if you're listening to this and you really want a special shoe code, reach out to me. I know I've got something with JL Roca and uh, a few of these other guys that I I can offer some some discounts. But that's that's the key because a lot of these guys, and it's funny, I talk with the the owners of some of these places. I'm always telling them they need to get guys they, they need, just need to get the shoes in their hands and then get actually get them on their feet, them to wear them. Because once you start to wear a quality pair of dress shoes, dress boots, all of a sudden you realize, wow, they're incredibly comfortable. I get compliments on these. They, they work with a wide range of items in my wardrobe. And all of a sudden you start to understand how why, you know, the, this is worth, you know, paying double the price because you wear it four times as much and you get five times, 10 times as many miles out of them before you have to get them rebuilt, which you can't with the cheaper disposable shoes. Now, when you're going out there and you're purchasing quality shoes, 
you first off, you need to understand your feet. So if you've got hot spots, if you've had problems in the past, address that and make sure that, again, if you're going to buy high quality shoes, speak with a knowledgeable sales rep there that can help you out. I uh, actually went to school in Austin, Texas at the University of Texas, and there was a company there called Runtex. These are running shoes. But what I, why Runtex does, did so well is they focused on a consultation the first time a runner comes in. And so a lot of runners have never had this quality of service. And that's one of the key things I think you should be looking for when you're purchasing quality shoes. Also, go in there and you should have someone that, that they should be selling shoe trees. They should be also selling polish. They should be help, be able to help you with the protection and everything that goes into that. So that's you know, a little bit beyond this podcast, but I would say do a quick search out there on how to clean your shoes, condition your shoes, and polish your shoes. Each of those are separate things. You can get away a lot of times with just a quick clean and then maybe a polish, but once in a while, leather is something that needs to be innocent. It needs to be re-moisturized. It's, it's a skin, especially if you live in the desert, if you live in a place where you've got really rough weather, if they get wet, a lot of times when they get when leather gets wet and then it dries out, it can actually pull too much of the moisture out. So you need to, in that case, make sure to uh, use a leather conditioner. Uh, shoe, shoe trees, as I've already mentioned, very important that you actually use things like that. Now, Let's talk about the shoes that I think need to be in a man's wardrobe. So you need to be looking at a classic Oxford Balmore. And what I'm talking here is a classic dress shoe with closed lacing. Now, I'm going to link over in the show notes at realmenrealstyle.com forward slash episode 19. I'm going to link over to more information about shoes because I know that some of you guys, it's going to be hard to picture this, but Balmore Oxford, you want to have something that works great with your suit. After that, maybe you want to look at a pair of, uh, you know, slip-ons. I think, you know, what is it? Uh, one of my favorites are monk strap. Just amazing. I find it's a very versatile shoe. I like to use it when I travel, but you could go with a pair of loafers. Moccasins may work if you work in a very casual environment or you simply like to drive a lot. They're really nice because you can slip on and off when you're driving. Maybe you've got a two-hour commute to work. Looking at, you know, boat shoes. I have a lot of guys ask me about this. Very casual, great for the summers. I think a lot better than you simply trying to wear your running shoes or trainers around town. Have a really nice pair of boat shoes. They're going to look a lot better. Boots. If you live in a place where you get snow, you get inclement weather, you really want to look at a pair of dress boots. And you can buy these. I've already mentioned JL Roca. I've mentioned uh, Red Wing. Uh, there's a number of other companies out there. Wolverine makes their good, their their thousand mile find a pair of boots take care of them condition them but i really like these because when it's raining when it's snow you can like if because i don't know about you guys but sometimes i'll step into a foot of snow and having boots something that goes higher up like that actually works really well if you're going to be wearing it with a suit then maybe look at a pair of chuckas a, a nice one uh, like i said paul evans is a great company they've got a really nice pair of chuckas uh and you could also be looking at what other boots are there ah, i'm not going to go too much deeper on boots i i I like dress boots, but um, also be pairing it. Look at a pair of brogues. Uh, you can be looking at ones, maybe wingtips, but look for something that, and this is going to have an open lacing system. There is a difference. Closed lacing system is going to be more formal, open lacing system, more casual. Most people don't even know the difference, but brogues in general, they're going to have designs. This you want to go for maybe a dark brown, go for a medium brown. Brogues are going to be more casual. I find that they work really well with dress shoes. Guys, like I said, I can go on and on about dress shoes. 
hopefully from this quick episode here, you can take that your shoes matter. They are the foundation of your wardrobe. Think about if you go out there and you spend $1,000 on your suit, you want to be complementing it with a nice pair of dress shoes because it's like a chain and it's going to be as strong as its weakest link. So if you've got a great looking suit that fits you well, but you've got a cheap, poorly made pair of dress shoes, it's really going to bring down the whole outfit. Interested in learning more about how style can increase your earning power, help you command respect, and come off as more attractive? Guys, I've got two options for you. First, check out the personal image system. I've got a science of style section. It's action-oriented. It's got an amazing community, live training, and 100 plus lessons with resource material. Or check out Real Men Real Style. Guys, I've got a free app over there that has some of the world's best infographics built right into it. It's got a thousand plus free videos and articles. Also, we've got free eBooks, free courses. I've even got a free consultation system where you can enter a little bit of information about yourself and we spit out a personalized video for you. Guys, that's it. I'll see you in the next episode.